Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This week on JPP Just Snippets, the guys talk about and men with the past. A man with no past, which one is worse? They talk about who's the better pop artist of all time, Prince or Michael Jackson. Who's the Cowboys window closing and which football position would you spend money on? Thank you for listening to Just Press Play. If a red wasp is after me, pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way because I am running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So, who also got covered by Aretha Franklin in RSPECT? Find out what it means to me. I want you each to use ombudsman in a sentence next week in our podcast. I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman of the Just Press Play podcast. You like apples? So, Dad, I hear you have a claustion on deck. What do you got for us this week? I do have a claustion. So, here goes. You're sitting in an empty bar in a town you've never before visited, drinking Bacardi with a soft-spoken acquaintance you barely know. After an hour, a third individual walks into the tavern and sits by himself, and you ask your acquaintance who the new man is. Be careful of that guy, you are told. He is a man with a past. A few minutes later, a fourth person enters the bar. He also sits alone. You ask your acquaintance who this new individual is. Be careful of that guy, too, he says. He is a man with no past which of these two people do you trust less the man with the past or the man without a past right yeah well you don't really so all we know is that we have heard this man has a past we don't know what yeah. who do you trust less i would also add who do you who are you more careful about? yeah i mean i guess that kind of begs the question i don't know if that's the right terminology but uh of what what we mean by trust like is this like who who are you more nervous around or is like who would you rather give a short-term loan to the the way I took it is who were you more wary of? That's the way that's, I kind of took it was which one am I kind of, you know, keeping an eye on, you know, not, not, that's how I, I guess I not it. trusting, but I just keep my stuff in my pocket a little tighter, you know? So like, I, I guess it's probably not fair, but I think, you know, you kind of got to ask your friend, like, so what's the past? Like, what what did he do? This one guy that we do know something about, like, at least you can dig for more information there. But if if we're like the spirit of the game probably says, no, you just have to. Those are your two terms. Right. And so I think I'd say I'd be more worried about the person with no past because I don't know, to have no story would either imply that you're nobody or that you've got something really serious to hide. At least the person who has a past is still accepted in society in some way you know so he's not like in prison or something but yes but the person the person with the past could have just you know he had or you're you're, you're saying you trust the person with no past the least no no yes yes <laughs> yeah well that he last that, word was important he threw that last <laughs> word was extremely important yes. <laughs> I think I think I would agree with LJ to the extent. I just think that the person with the past, maybe whatever has happened, whatever is there, has 
it's in the past. Like it's happened. And this other person is just so vague. So un- like, I just don't know. There's so many question marks that I think, I think I would rather, I'd really keep my eyes open on him. I'd be watching him or her, that person. The person with no past. Yes. Okay. I'm in total agreement with y'all because I think a, what hits me is everybody has a past. So sure. if, yeah. if this guy doesn't have a past, that means he's good at covering it up. If he's covering up yeah. his past, there's a reason there's he's probably covering a reason up his past. Yeah. And I would stay away from that. If you got a past, hell, we've all done some bullshit, you know, and you, yeah, you, know, you, you, you deal with it, you own up to it and just you work through it. But somebody that has no. Now, I would argue that someone with a past could be like someone who, who nobody in the town knows because they just sit at home, watch Netflix all day. Like there is a chance that it means nothing um, and probably increasingly so, you know, as the Internet becomes more and more a part of our lives. But uh, but still, it feels like if someone's willing to tell you don't go to him because he has no past like that feels like a warning worth listening to, because even if it means nothing, it's not worth overstepping that. I don't, that's my thoughts. I think we got to take everything. Why, why are we just trusting this? This person is just an acquaintance. We barely know this person and we're trusting. Maybe our this acquaintance soul. is really the issue. Yeah, maybe yeah, this maybe person so. is the asshole and it's just tell me <laughs> who I should trust and not trust. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even know who you are. I'm in a town I've never been in before. Just let me drink my beer. Stop judging so people. Who, who died and left you in charge? You don't know Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of Kevin going to a small town bar and someone's like, don't go talk to him. And Kevin's like, well, I'll do what I damn well please. <laughs> and one more Bacardi, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bob's, I have a question for you just offhand real quick because I saw your shirt. Who's better, Prince or Michael Jackson? I'm going Prince. I think I do too. It's a tough call. It's a tough yeah, call, but I'm both, going Prince. Both maybe the greatest at pop ever. You know, it's one or two, definitely. But I think Prince probably his uh, his uh, album of Multifaceted music, talent. Yeah, I mean, his talent, it, it spanned a lot of different genres. I mean, he could be super funky, he could be pop, he could be religious, he could be... Um, MJ I, might, Prince be, was might be the best uh, pop singer and pop dancer of all time of, of but all Prince time. also could play the bass and play the keys and you know he, probably he, play the saxophone he could slap the best play guitar ever. of ever anybody on Prince too on the second Prince album the one with I want to be your lover and it's going to be lonely he did every mm-hmm. music every sound you hear on there Prince did yeah. every single sound yeah amazing yeah I think I agree with you for that exact reason so I alluded to it a little earlier, but the LJ, you got me watching that all or nothing on Amazon yeah. with the Cowboys. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was watching it, and I want to watch the one about rugby. I didn't even know that was a thing coming up. I, now yeah, I'm excited. They've got it, a new but, one out. Uh, the All Blacks in New Zealand. So, too. Dad, if you're if Sorry. if you're if, if you're unaware, <laughs> it's basically hard knocks except for it travels. With NFL Films does it, and it's through the regular season, the whole season. It's not just the four weeks of training. So it comes out much okay. later. Yeah, it comes out after the season's over. But so I'm watching. It and one thing that, that really struck me was I see, and me and LJ talked about this a little bit, but I see like why Jerry Jones is amazing at what he does and why he's built the Cowboys to an unbelievable brand, but why he's also tearing the Cowboys down on the field. Yeah, like maybe the worst thing about the like Cowboys. the fact that he has to be like he's in every F, those like Sunday meetings. So the games are played on Sunday, and I think coaches meet on Monday usually to talk about all right because players usually have a day off and then they hit the hit the practice field the next day. So coaches meet to go evaluate the game. Here's what happened. Here's what we need to work on for next week. You know they have their whole thing, and of course in every single one of the Cowboys Monday morning meetings, it's Jerry Jones running the show, not Jason Garrett, and he's like talking about what he saw on the mm-hmm. field. It's you're you're the guy to sign the checks. 
I know I get it's your team. Yeah. You do what you want to do, but he's in every single one of them. And even the ones that he couldn't attend, he starts off the meeting on the on the phone. Like they have the phone in the center of the table and he starts off. It's like, all right, boys, well, I just want to go ahead and say that uh, this week uh, Dak Prescott looked really good. And the worst part about it is nobody argues with anything he says. It is. That's what I was going to say is it's not it's not necessarily the fact that he's at everything, but it's that I've never heard anybody say anything in that show that wasn't a reflection of something that he said a day earlier. Everything he's everybody. around Right. And I think that's why Jason Garrett has kept the job for so long, because I don't think Jason Garrett's a bad coach. He can get you to eight and eight. Right. That's not what I mean. At the end of the day, that's not what you want. And so I think but what he likes is when Jerry Jones says, like, we need to do this, this and this. You could tell at one point Garrett didn't agree with him, I didn't think. But he was just like, yeah, yeah, you're right. And and that and yeah. they didn't talk about it again. They just went with what Jerry Jones said. And it's like, golly, it was just like what back in the day, yeah. the reason Bill Parcells and Jimmy Johnson both built good teams at the Cowboys is because they were running the show. And the reason both of them left is because to build Jason team, Garrett yeah. started to, I mean, Jerry Jones started to take control. So that's my big spill on. I, 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 I finally, but you do see some of the stuff about what he does advertising with the Thanksgiving game and concerts and how they've built, they've built an amazing mm-hmm. brand. They're yeah. very smart business. Great businessman. It's too much on the field but now but i think the basic of what you're saying is if you are a ceo of a company and you surround yourself with yes men you're gonna fail someone's gotta be somebody to tell you like it is this is yeah nobody's nobody's because sometimes you're you're too close to the the fire you got to back up a little bit and see so you need people to tell Mm -hmm. you well Mm -hmm. you need some pushback and i just don't think the cowboys have any of that but when i would argue maybe that's even why you hire a ceo is so they can be far enough from the fire to see all of the fires Mm -hmm. and have a little bit of input on a lot of things and not have the minutia of everything. Like, like I get, I totally to get you paid a lot of money for this team and you are the owner of this team. You should have a little yeah. bit, you should I'll have run a run it the way you want to. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not saying if I owned a team, I'd be at every meeting and I'd be telling people how to run that team too. I'm not saying that like I wouldn't be. Yeah, that but, way, you, but there needs to be the person that goes, owner. you know, I don't think we should take Baker Mayfield with the first pick. Like there, it shouldn't be whatever the owner says done. Bill Belichick should be able to say something right. and at least listen to him. And you might disagree, but at least listen to him. And you see a little bit more because like the Cowboys didn't draft Johnny Manziel like Jerry Jones wanted. And that was just because I think Stephen Jones said no. The coaches probably were scared to tell him anything. They were fine with it. Yeah. If you're naming Jones, you better have <laughs> a positive opinion about Oh my God. And what a call that was. They got that guard right from Notre Dame. Uh, Zach. Uh, That's when they got Zach Martin. Zach Martin. Now, like, the highest paid guard in the NFL. I mean, and he's the best. Beast. Yeah. But so I, and then I want to go to I think I think the Cowboys have lost their window. They're what they they hit gold because if you've watched the the Seahawks showed everyone how to build a team now with the rookie wage. We got on this a little bit, but it's with that new rookie wage scale to where if you get a, if you get an adequate quarterback who's they don't have to get paid right away. They're not getting paid like what quarterbacks go for now, where they're twenty million a year. Yeah. If they're yeah. if they're average, they're going to get paid a lot. Go look at Sam Bradford; he keeps getting paid. But yeah, you you if you're the Seahawks, you, they hit goal with Russell Wilson. So for four years, he was making the same amount of money as their long snapper. So they went and got yeah. four edge rushers, three corners, two. Like they got everything and they loaded their positions. And then the Eagles just did the same thing, even though Wentz is a little more because he wasn't a fourth round pick, but he, he's still on a scale. So he's only getting, you know, 28 million instead of 116 or something. So now they're able to go fill up and they went and got a stacked roster around a pretty good quarterback. And the Rams are doing it now. I don't think Jared Goff's the guy, but you realize if he's close enough, let's go ahead and go all in. Let's go get Marcus Peters. Because he's cheap for a couple of years. Yeah, Yeah. because at some point his contract's going to go up 
and you either got to pay him or draft a new one. Like it's because he, he's going to get paid. And so the problem with the Cowboys, I think, is they had their chance. They went Zeke and Dak's rookie year. They got lucky, I think, and they struck gold and they went 14 and two. And the Cowboys thought this team's good enough, just like it is. We're going to roll with it. And that year is actually the year they should have parted ties or separated with Witten and Dez because both of those guys were aging and still getting paid like they were playing up to that par and they weren't. So they need to cut ties and go get the deepest roster possible. And now they're trying to do it, but now you only have a year or two left of Dak before you pay Dak $20 million. And I still don't know for sure. I like him. I don't know if he's an elite quarterback. I don't quarterback, know if he's worth that. I agree. But you're going to have to – he's going to get it. If he didn't get it from the Cowboys, he's going to get it from someone else. We, we just saw Kirk Cousins get paid. So I think they waited too long, and now they're like, oh, crap, we need to we need to strike while the iron's hot. Well, the iron was hot two years ago. Now you're – in the NFL, your window is closing. As soon as it starts – as soon as it's opening, it's already starting to close. So you better go now. Yep, that's true. And yeah. I think – I just I after watching some of the all or nothing and then seeing the Cowboys' moves, I think they're going to be good maybe for a few years, but they lost their chance at built. They had a chance at building a Seahawks run where they were maybe one of the best teams for a four year stretch, and now they think they'll just be good for a year stretch. So if if you could get lucky on a young cheap quarterback, where what position group would you spend money on? What would be your uh, I, your luxury item? The line, both lines, really. I I, I think you see pick one. Uh, well, I would probably go defensive line then, because I think the Giants showed. Okay, it, we've seen forever. If you can get uh, to I don't the know, you gotta have an offensive line. You gotta have an offensive line to protect that guy. I think it'd be. I think I'd lean to offensive line. I really do. I think I'd go linebackers, but I offensive line is my number two. You know, you I know, mean, you need uh, those in rushers. Defensive line's I mean, good. Right. I just, well, it's, I mean, but they're all – It's tough. that's a tough question, I think. Yeah, and uh, hell, we had the con- we had the conversation corners, that's for damn We had sure. the conversation at one point about corners and edge rushers, you know. And I just think <laughs> defensively, if you can get pressure on the quarterback, every other position looks ten times better. Those, those All of a sudden, those corners look a lot better yeah. when they're only guarding for two seconds instead of four. Yeah, that's but, why I still think I'm going yeah. to the offensive line because you got to hold I think that I pressure agree. back. I, I, can, I can see both sides of that because at, at the end of the day, the game is won at the line of scrimmage via offensive line and defensive line. So I think you go – and that's what the Eagles – the Eagles went and got – they already had a decent offensive line, and they just went and drafted nothing but edge rushers. They went and paid edge rushers. Mm-hmm. That's what the Vikings are trying now. It's smart thing the, to do. Yeah. The, it's, and you got to get kind of lucky. The Seahawks also – and the Eagles also drafted really well. They got they drafted a good quarterback, Wilson yeah. and Wentz, and then yeah. they went and they drafted yeah. Cam Chancellor and Richard but Sherman. But as those, as those quarterbacks start to get their big-paying contracts, you better have spent your money on Because you already see the Seahawks are falling because apart now because Russell Wilson, as he should, he got paid and now they couldn't pay all the and guys. And now those other guys, yeah. they can't pay the other guys. Right? Yeah, and so that's yeah. why yeah. maybe the Cowboys could go ahead and go all in and trade for Earl Thomas right now because he wants to come instead of just waiting for free agents. Free agency and hoping he comes because, like we said, the win- if you wait another year, the window's just a little closer to being closed and now you better get it. I mean, it- it's almost like their their hope is to just hope that it opens up again soon. It's funny the you, way you talked about it sound. Yeah, it's funny you talked about unintended consequences and and that's the, that we, we briefly touched on it but it was when the NFL signed that new deal where they did the rookie yeah. wage scale this is one of the consequences was you got to yeah. hit on a quarterback and unless you have a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers where they can literally just win a game on by themselves you got that four well, year and window take less money yeah they've got enough endorsements that they don't need the money so because because if you're you Kirk Cousins a quarterback that good because now you're the yeah. Vikings and you're paying Kirk Cousins like he's the best quarterback in the NFL I think he's good but he's not that but you either yeah. you either draft him or you pay him one of the two that's that's the only way to figure it out yeah yeah and paying them's hard to do anything else with so yeah it's tough it's I like your theory it's very interesting yeah. yes 
Thanks for spending another week with Just Press Play. We're happy to have you here. Please follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Please enjoy our comments on Twitter and or Facebook. Thank you for sharing your time with us. cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader